Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to the What's On Guide here on the podcast. Today's show is brought to you in association with CrossFit in Carrick and Shannon. We'll be talking about them a little bit later in the programme. Now, it is of course Valentine's Day and whether you're loved up and you're looking to celebrate all things love on this uh, feast day of St. Valentine or whether you are living the single life and looking for something a little bit different, I think we've got something for you regardless of which of those camps you fall into at the moment we are going to be talking to katrina bergen who's the manager of the castle cafe in manor hamilton at hamilton's castle and also justin farrell of the cinema will be in carrick and shannon the carrick cineplex will be talking to us about what's happening and all the new releases in the cinema there we'll also be taking a look at what's happening in the dock the glen center and elsewhere around the county as well as some of the sporting events taking place over the next couple of days. And let's start in the dock, where tomorrow morning, Saturday the 15th of February, sees Exploring the Contemporary Irish Short Story with Jerry Boland, a six-week course taking place, which is ideal for anyone who has an interest in the short story form, even if you've never written a story yourself. Jerry Boland will be teaching the course, and it will include a close reading of a short story by a contemporary specialist in the form and taking a look at all of that. It is a fantastic course. It is €85 Euros and you can be booked for yourself running over the next six weekends, Saturday mornings from 10.15 to 11.45 a.m. At this point, I don't know whether there's any spaces left on that, but it does include a complimentary copy of Stinging Fly Stories Anthology. Uh, well worth going to, and Jerry's very, very well regarded within the short story and the creative writing world. So check that out. More information on that on the dock as with all of these events that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of minutes so the dock.ie for all of these events is where you'll find all of the information whose woods these are project is call of the forest and it is natalia bayless and ima reedy of whose woods these are present a screening of call of the forest uh, it's a documentary featuring scientist and acclaimed author diana beresford kroiger the film follows Diana as she investigates our profound biological and spiritual connection to forests. Her global journey explores the science, folklore and restoration challenges of this essential ecosystem. And that is tomorrow, Saturday, the 15th of February at 3pm. Tickets are €5 Euros and available from the dock.ie. Now, we have mentioned this on the show before, and that is the Living in a Leitrim Landscape talk series, which continues tomorrow evening. It's a busy day in the dock tomorrow, 8pm. Tickets, 10 or €8. Euros. Eamon P. Kelly is giving a talk about uh, the, folklore, the folk tales collected from County Leitrim in the 20th century. And he's going to be talking specifically about the cow goddess in Irish and Indo-European tradition. A very interesting, interesting event taking place. It is Eamon P. Kelly. He's the former keeper of Irish antiquities. And he's going to be talking about all of that tomorrow evening in the dock. It's very well supported. It's the second one in the series that will be continuing through the next couple of months. So if you're interested in history, in folklore, in folk tales, anything to do with all of that Irish stories from the past, uh, do check out that series. 8pm tomorrow evening in the dock. Again, check for tickets because you don't want to be disappointed. Uh, it is very, very popular and drew a huge crowd back in January when it first kicked off. Now, during the week on Wednesday and Thursday at 8pm, Cluna Cool players are doing a fundraising event for Squilwara in Carrick and Shannon, and it's a play called Don't Tell the Wife, 
written by Sam Cree. And there's two performances, as we mentioned, Wednesday and Thursday, both at 8pm. Tickets are €15, and all proceeds of the play will be going to Skowara in Carrick and Shannon. It is a fundraiser for them. And a super comedy by Sam Cree, set in Belfast in the Willis household. Mrs Willis is convinced that her husband is interested in another woman, a Catholic. He isn't, but he does have some secrets of his own. Her attempts to stop him leads to a crazy misunderstanding which involves a French student and a male escort and Bridget. Now, sounds like a good night out. 8pm Wednesday and Thursday in Skullwara in Carrick-on-Shannon. Continuing looking at some of the docs, something for slightly younger people in the community and it is the Baby and Toddler's Mornings from Spring 2020 and the first one of those events is Thursday the 20th of February and that will kick off at 11am and run for about an hour and a half to 12.30. Tickets are at 8pm, or sorry, tickets are 8 euros for both the baby and an accompanying adult and it's Naomi Draper is the artist who will be looking after that session. There's going to be a number of them through the next few months, Thursday the 20th of February, 19th of March, the 9th of April and the 14th of May. So over the next four months, Naomi Draper will be talking uh, and I suppose entertaining the kids and getting them involved in what is a fantastic event. It's an exhibition program as a starting point. Naomi designs wonderfully original and immersive activities that keep both toddlers and parents alike enthralled and engaged in creative fun together. Our workshop room is transformed into a place of magic, wonder and laughter. Please book in advance as spaces are limited. And I've said it runs for 90 minutes from 11am to 12.30pm just after noon. So 90 minute classes with Naomi Draper promises to be a really good day for mother or father and child. Uh, €8 for the child and an adult going with them. Now tonight in the Glen Centre as we head north to Manor Hamilton... Phoebe Dick performs a selection of original love songs written and obviously performed by Phoebe Dick, ranging from cute to caustic, sometimes in the one song. Phoebe's wit, wryness and way with words enlivens what must otherwise be the most boring of subjects for songs. Known for her cameo appearances at Open Mic Manor, this is a rare opportunity to catch a full set from Phoebe. Doors open at 7.30, show starts at Eight and tickets are eight euros or five euros for concessions, and that is a, a Valentine's Day with a bit of a difference. Love songs, sort of, by Phoebe Dick. So well worth checking out. Obviously, Sligo native, very well associated with the music scene in Manor Hamilton. Uh, she is well worth checking out. Fantastic talent. Also in the Glen Centre in the next seven days is Harry Jesus. It's a biopic of Francis Sheehy Skeffington, based on the events that led to his execution during Easter week of 1916. Sheehy Skeffington was a pacifist, feminist, socialist and atheist who was executed by British authorities after being wrongly identified as one of the leaders of the Easter Rising whilst trying to stop looting during the Dublin Rebellion. The show is performed by Paddy McEnany who has performed many solo and group theatre productions over the past decade and has been funded by Leitrim County Council Individual Artist Awards 2020 and supported by the Glen Centre. The evening show is at 8pm and will be a donation-based admission, so pay what you feel is appropriate in keeping with the Exit Does Theatre's policy of theatre for all. This will give the opportunity for anyone who may be interested in coming to the theatre to do so without cost being an issue. People will have the opportunity to contribute post-show. So maybe go along to the show, and when you have uh, seen the show, you decide what it was worth to you and make a contribution. There are shows at 8pm, as we mentioned, 
and the show at 2 p.m. during the day as well. So uh, plenty there to keep everybody entertained, but it's a good history theatre piece that will be in the Glen Centre next Thursday, 20th February, at 8 p.m., as well as the matinee at 2 p.m. during the day. Staying in Manor Hamilton, let's cross over the road from the Glen Centre, round the corner to Hamilton's Castle, to the Castle Cafe, and I caught up with the manager there, Katrina Bergen, about an event that's taking place there tonight. Now, Friday might be Valentine's night, but for those who are looking for something a little bit different, not your formulaic uh, night out or your couple's night on Valentine's, there's something a little bit special happening in in the Castle Cafe in Hamilton's Castle up in Manor Hamilton. And I'm joined by the manager there, Katrina Bergen, to have a little chat about it. Katrina, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, Brittany. Nice to have me on. So what are you hoping to do for the for the people who aren't swept up in all this Valentine's fever this weekend? Well, we're actually having um, a tapas night. We have some live music and we have a lot of wines and uh, different drinks on offer. So we're having a lot of wine-based long drinks. Uh, We will also have some nice beverages for those who are driving, non-alcoholic, but they will be of the cocktail variety, um, some non-alcoholic beers, etc. Just, you know, so it makes you feel like you're going out even though you have to drive. And of course, it's a very continental for Manor Hamilton on a Friday night in February. Tell us about a bit about the, the cafe for those who aren't familiar with it, because it's a it's a lovely little cafe. It's kind of hidden away there at the side of the castle, but it's once you open the door, it's a whole world of culinary wonders. It is indeed. It is a total hidden gem. Um, myself and Monica took the castle on uh, just over a year ago, um, and we wanted to we wanted to develop um, a, just a beautiful little space with wonderful food where people could come in and relax um, and enjoy the atmosphere. It's a huge amount is about uh, the experience of being in the in the castle and the cafe, uh, along with obviously providing a fantastic service. We do some great all day breakfasts. We always have different specials on every day. So we do full dinners um, and we're open Monday to Friday, half nine till half three and uh, half 10 till half three on a Saturday. And we're obviously hoping to extend our hours over the summer. So we'll open Sundays also and maybe into the evening. So we're we're trialing out our wine bar on Friday night uh, with some live music with uh, Kean Dignan. So that'll be fantastic. And we just want to kind of open up and have somewhere different for people to go to. Uh, it's not a pub. It's not a restaurant. It's just uh, it's just going to hopefully be um, a really nice experience for whoever wants to come along. Yeah, it sounds like a great evening, entertainment and food and everything all wrapped up into one. Now, of course, in the continent, people are well used on their holidays, maybe getting fed at 10 or 11 or midnight at night in the in the dark on these promenades. What's the, the timeline for food on, on Friday night? Because you're not going quite that late. You're a little bit earlier in the no, evening. No, no, we're, we're, not, we're not that continental just yet. Uh, the nights are still kind of pretty dark and with uh, Storm Dennis coming in, we not, hope it's not going to ruin the evening. But no, it'll be from 6 o'clock in the evening until 9pm for the food and then we'll stay a little open a little later then uh, with the music and some drinks. How so has... it is a relatively tame night. There are some other events on in Manor Hamilton that people might wish to go to after. In terms of business, how has business been? You mentioned you've been there just a little over a year. How has the first year of trading been for the, the cafe there in the castle? 
well, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic. The first year, as always, is is always a tough one. Uh, you know, nobody really knew we were there. We're we're kind of off the beaten track, so uh, it's uh, it was it was slow to begin with. But the the we've had absolutely fantastic local support. Um, we can't thank everybody enough. We have some great regulars, uh, and we're getting new people coming in every day. Uh, and it's just it's really lovely to be able to provide the, this kind of service to. Manor Hamilton and and the North Leitrim area. You nearly said Leinster there, going back to your I roots with Leinster did, rugby. I in in <laughs> terms, and we let you away with it. We let you away with it. You're here a couple of years. You can you're forgiven. In terms of Friday night, where can people find more information if they're looking for maybe menus or or all the times just to be repeated again? Can they find it online? Yes, you can. You can find it on our Facebook page, which is a Manor Castle Cafe uh, on our Facebook page. And you can also find it on our Instagram, uh, which is Cashland Hamilton. Um, so we have all the details there. We've got our phone numbers up. You can always ring us at any time. We're pretty obliging. Um, no booking is required for Friday night. So just pop along anytime. Duck your head in, even if you're just a little bit nosy to see what it's all about. We're hoping to have this um, on more regular occurrence. We're going to see how Friday night goes and see what the reception is like and hopefully be able to offer something more permanent in the future. Well, listen, it sounds lovely and a, a nice anecdote for maybe those that aren't quite into the love hearts and red environments that might be uh, around on Friday night for Valentine's. Katrina Bergen, manager of the Castle Cafe in Hamilton's Castle, just there in Manor Hamilton. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. It's very kind. Now, I mentioned at the top of the show that today's show is brought to you in association with CrossFit in Carrick, located in Shannonside Retail Park, just at the back of Trailblazers and Vogue on the Dublin Road in Carrick and Shannon. It is one of the newest health and fitness opportunities for people in the Carrick and Shannon or South Leitrim area. And it is a daily workout where you get to push yourself past your limits and achieve your sporting and fitness goals and it is for anybody whether you have just started out in your fitness program or your training program or whether you've been involved for years people are more than welcome to come along Anna and Fab are the two owners of CrossFit Carrick and they will make sure that the events and the hmm, Anna and Fab the two owners of CrossFit Carrick will make sure that it is tailored to suit you so you come in do those workouts whatever the workout of the day is there's classes you can come in on your own uh, just drop in and have a chat with Anna or Fab and they will be more than happy to help you start or continue your fitness uh, journey, whatever that case may be. Uh, it is a fantastic group of people and I know lots of local clubs are involved in training with them. Uh, they've got the Leitrim Hurlers, the Leitrim Ladies, as well as some of the GAA clubs. So whether you're an individual who's starting a fitness journey, someone who's well used to training and being in a gym environment, or you're involved with a club or a team who might need that little bit of an extra push this season as you're building for a championship campaign this summer, do check them out. You'll find them on Facebook at CrossFit Carrick and all their contact details are there. Their phone number is 087-677-7158 and they are located, as I mentioned, in the Shannonside Retail Park just behind Trailblazers and Vogue, just down the left-hand side of that building as you're looking at it from the Dublin Road in Carrick and Shannon. Thank you for your continued support of the show to all at CrossFit Carrick. (music) 
and of course it is Oscar season and everybody's been talking about films, films, films all week uh, when they haven't been talking about general elections and it was of course the Oscars. You might have missed it in all the media coverage around our general election here but Justin Farrell of Carrick Cineplex joins me now to talk about what's happening in the cinema over the next seven days but also maybe a little look back towards some of the glitz and glamour of last Sunday night in LA. Justin, uh, you weren't at the Oscars by any chance, were you? No, unfortunately not. I couldn't make it this year. Being an industry insider, you don't quite get those uh, perks, no? No, no, not yet. We're building towards it, though. <laughs> in terms of the uh, the big winners, I suppose, one that caught me a little bit out of left field was Parasite. It seemed to sweep the boards and the, the major honours. Yeah, um, it's Korean movie. Won, it won Best Picture, Best Director, um, Best Screenplay, and Best Foreign Language Film. So, big winner at the awards. Yeah, Parasite, it's meant to be very good. And coincidentally, before the Oscars last night, we actually have it scheduled to show in, in April in our Film Society. So the Film Society is every Thursday at 8.30 at Carrick Cineplex, and it's movies that aren't on general release. So you get your art house, world, and indie films. Um, no membership required, and, and everyone is welcome to come. So that is showing on the 2nd of April, so definitely be worth checking out on the big screen. So that's really cool. So that means movies that maybe you mightn't have necessarily had an opportunity. It's a one-time gig, though. It's just one performance every Thursday. Exactly, yeah. And where can people find out information about that particularly? Again, it'll be on our website, characcineplex.ie, and our social media, characcineplex, on Facebook and Instagram. And we also then have flyers distributed throughout the town and in the cinema itself that has the full listing and... I suppose blurb on on the movie. Yeah, so people can just, people can just pop yeah. in and pick it up. Yeah, from the um, it's it's definitely. I mean, the movies that are on it are always there's a nice mix between comedy, thriller, action, uh, drama. So definitely worth checking out. Now let's take a quick look at some of the big winners on the weekend. We've already touched on Parasite. Who else uh, took home the major awards, the acting awards? I suppose. Well which will come t- as no surprise to a lot of people. Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for his superb role as the Joker in The Joker. He was very good. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I really, like, it was the weirdest film I've ever seen, <laughs> but his performance was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. He really, he kind of has always had that sort of, you know, the way they say, you know, more than Johnny Depp and a few of them, those very good actors are always a bit... A bit different. A bit different. Yeah, <laughs> a bit different. Actor. He always had that sort of vibe to him, but he, he he was he was excellent. He was excellent in it. Then back a more mainstream choice, but I thought he was superb as best supporting actor was Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, I haven't seen that one, mm-hmm. uh, but it looked pretty interesting and, and it, different. Different. It not. I think a lot of people weren't too pleased with it because it's not what they've come to know from Quentin Tarantino, but. If you go back and watch it without expecting exactly without expecting that Inglorious Bastards kind of movie, it is it's very well done. Really, really impressive cast though. Yes, like um, DiCaprio, um, Brad Pitt was Margot Robbie in that movie too. She was indeed, although for not long enough. But <laughs> now you should be letting the cat out of the bag there, just yeah. in terms of your preferences. Um, the female side of the, of the house, of course, Saoirse Ronan up for Little Women. It wasn't to be her night though. No, the nod went to Rene Zellweger, in, who portrayed Judy Garland in the movie Judy. Um, I just didn't see it myself now, it wouldn't be my cup of tea, but it, it went very well while I was in the cinema, and 
lots of positive feedback from it. Everyone thoroughly enjoyed it that went to view it. The aforementioned Margot Robbie was up for supporting actress in uh, in Bombshell, but unfortunately she lost out. I suppose from her point of view, she lost out to uh, to Laura Dern. Yeah, in Marriage Story. So another left field choice. Of, Netflix movie, I think. Yeah, it's been coming up on my recommended on Netflix for a long time. I think it's been trying to tell me something, but um, Marriage Story, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to actually look at it, but it does look like a decent movie, but I just haven't had a chance. It looks, it's almost a little bit too depressing for my like, you know, in terms of uh, a divorce and a, and a breakup. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I'm not so sure it's it's on my watch list. Getting warm and cozy on a winter night and watching something like that. Maybe for Friday night for Valentine's. Yeah. It's a good it's it's a good <laughs> option for Valentine's. Don't list don't don't watch Marriage Story on, on Valentine's night, lads. If you think it's a cutesy way to propose to a girl, it's probably not going to end well for you if you suggest that. Uh, best director, of course, went to uh, the Koreans. Yes, it did. Bong Joon Ho, uh, who directed Parasite, got the Oscar for Best Director, as well as Best Original Screenplay, along with Han Jin Won. So, judging by the number of awards, it's won, it's, it's, it must be good. It's worth checking out. You haven't seen it yourself? Not no, until it comes no, in, in April. not until it's... Will that sell out in April? There's a good chance, very good chance, it will, especially with getting all the, the awards. And I presume people can buy tickets for that now in the cinema? Yes, or you can. Yeah. So all our Film Society tickets are all available to purchase right now in advanced sale yeah so I would suggest people get their hands on that because uh, and given the fact that it's a film society there's a good chance it won't be in the main theatre either or will that be moved in for that it, possibly if the numbers yeah. are big enough pre-sale we will move it but generally it's in screen 3 so that's about 60 65 seats because we generally get 40 40 to 50 a week and it can be less it can be more depending on the movie the last movie that we had of last season's one during winter was Marianne and Leonard about Len- Leonard Cohen and his muse, his the love of his life. That had over 100 people at it. So again, if it's it all, all depends what's on. So in other words, if you want to get a chance to see it, book early in case it's in the smaller screen, but as well as that, because it's the Oscar Best Picture winner, I'm sure you'll pick up a certain number of people who will come out of curiosity just to see it. Uh, foreign language probably won't help it, in, in terms of uh, mass appeal, but it will help in terms of, of that particular night. Uh, some other uh, big winners. L- Little Women seem to miss out nearly across the board. I really liked that movie. It was um, disappointing to see it miss out, and particularly, of course, for Saoirse Ronan from an Irish point of view. Anyway, listen, enough about the Oscars. Uh, we don't live that life, unfortunately, around here. We live the, the more settled life, and we are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, because that's the one on the list today that has really, really caught my attention. Most in their... 20s and 30s and even 40s would know was a childhood game oh, it's such a, um, such a good Christmas that was when I got yeah. Sonic Hedgehog <laughs> on a Game Gear I don't think I saw my parents for about two weeks it was phenomenal um, in terms of a movie though because to me Sonic the Hedgehog was just chaotic a hedgehog mm-hmm. and a fox running around doing absolute random things collecting coins like how do you make that into a movie well does but- it work Looking at the trailer, it looks pretty chaotic in the same way. It actually begins in that game world environment and then he moves into present-day Earth. So Sonic is played by Ben Schwartz and he teams up with James Marsden to defeat the evil boss who was played by Jim Carrey. So, Oh, Jim Carrey is a villain, I like it. Yeah, yeah. he actually he looks very good. Yeah, uh, he's, been, he's been out in the abyss for a while, but he, he's back now and the r- role suits him well. Of course, one of the other movies on the list 
this week is Emma, which of course is the from the novel of Jane Austen. It's over 200 years old. I know they brought an edition out of this maybe 20, 25 years ago, and I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow that played Emma. This time around, it's Anna Taylor-Joy, which I've never heard of her, but I ha- I do recognise one or two faces there from uh, from Sex Education on Netflix. Uh, Connor Swindles is in it, and Miranda Hart, of course, will be recognisable to a lot of TV viewers. Um, what's your take on these uh, English period pieces coming back? Every so often, they make an appearance. Yeah, they they have their they have their appeal to a a large audience. It wouldn't wouldn't be for me. Although this one looks like a bit more fun than Little Women, as the the tagline goes: Emma, handsome, clever, and rich. So she meddles in a bit of matchmaking and romantic affairs of her friends. So it should be entertaining. You mentioned you were going to see Birds of Prey, but you didn't quite get to it. Is that still on the list for you? It is. Yes, definitely. It is Birds of Prey. So. The DC comics about Harley Quinn, the Joker's girlfriend, or... Now, I've heard horrendous things about this movie. Really? Yeah, I've heard horrendous things. That Margot Robbie kind of saves it, but not really. Yeah, they just can't... DC just can't seem to get them right. Um, They just... Whatever way, they just don't have the same pull or... I don't know, aura of the Marvel movies. I'm still interested in seeing it. Got good crowds in over the weekend... So the, she, Marco Robbie, is Harley Quinn, the Joker's girlfriend, who is dumped by the Joker, and she then realizes that there's a lot of people out to get her now that the Joke isn't looking after her. So she teams up with a, a powerful crew of three other other superheroes, superwomen, and they they take down the bad guys in Gotham City. You'd be singing along to Let It Go, but it's not Let It Go anymore. It's Frozen Two. Frozen Two. It's it's still going. Yes, we have it. It's a sing-along version this time, so if you, I'm sure all the fans know all the words already, but for all the parents out there, they can give it a go too. Yeah, I don't think I'll be going to that one just yet. I did see Frozen 1, though, the first Frozen, which actually wasn't bad, but I wouldn't have encouraged me to go see Frozen 2 at the same time. It's probably not aimed at uh, 30-something lads, though, to be fair. (laughs) Um, Underwater, what's that? It's um, Underwater, not my cup of tea and my irrational fear of lakes and seas. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Your brother here. On that one. <laughs> Kristen Stewart stars as a expedition team down deep below water who run into trouble, and it goes from there. I avoid it, avoided it because uh, Jumanji is one that I I saw the trailer, I saw the first movie, and I actually loved it. I love Kevin Hart and The Rock together. They just seem to really click, and they're obviously best friends off camera as well mm-hmm. as on camera. So, of course, as usual, you might remind us where people can find more information, your listings, all that sort of stuff. You can find everything on carrickcineplex.ie and carrickcineplex on Facebook and Instagram. Justin, as always, the pleasure. Thank you for dropping in to have a chat with us about what's going on in the movie world this week. Thank you. Some other events of note taking place in the county and around the county over the next week. Seamus O'Rourke is in the Roscommon Arts Centre with an Ogis Bros next Wednesday evening, the 19th of February, while in the Rainbow Ballroom in Glenfarn on Sunday, the 16th, that's this Sunday, there's dancing from 9 to 11.30pm and it's an all-time dance. It's in aid of the Leukemia Trust Fund in memory of the late Seamus Mulvihill. So uh, a fantastic cause there, but also a good night's entertainment on Sunday night if you want to close off Valentine's Day with a, a trip back in time to the old-time dancing 
in the Rainbow Ballroom. One other event of note for Leitrim's Morris Lennon, and together with Kira Brennan and Chris Dawson, they'll be performing live in the Coleman Music Centre in Gertine in County Sligo on Saturday, February the 15th at 8.30pm. Obviously well known to all music aficionados in the county. Uh, that will be worth checking out if you're into that traditional uh, scene and in terms of what's happening and obviously the, the Coleman Music Centre, well known in Gertine as well. So Morris Lennon, Kira Brennan and Chris Dawson will be performing there. Admission is €15 Euros, and you can call 071-918-3599 or visit the website colemanirishmusic.com for more information and tickets for that particular event. That is, of course, tomorrow, Saturday at 8.30pm. Now, in terms of sport, we'll close off the show with that. We have a couple of fixtures of interest this weekend. Sligo Rovers start their SSE Airtricity League campaign tonight in Valley Buffet away to Finharps. That game kicks off at 8pm and Leitrim's Niall Morahan will be involved in that match and he will of course be with us on the sports show while we talk to him about his pre-season, how last year went for him and what his expectations and hopes are for 2020 in with the bit of red again this season. Uh, the under-20 Leitrim footballers have their championship debut this year. They face Galway who beat Mayo in the last round. They play tomorrow at 2pm in Park Sean McDermott in Carrick and Shannon, hoping to uh, to maybe challenge Galway and t- get to a kind of final at that grade for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, while the Hurlers game on Sunday, the National League game against Cavan, originally fixed for Balnamore, has now been changed and will be held in Bell Turbot in County Cavan, which means that Leitrim only get one home fixture in this year's National League. No, it's not that far. We have to travel to Enniskillen and Cavan, but it is a little bit of a bugbear of mine that we lose these kind of big games. Anyway, that is now in Bell Turbot in in um the GA club there in Bell Turbot on Sunday afternoon, same time, two PM. Uh, well worth checking out if you're into Leitrim Sport, the hurlers looking to to kind of get back to winning ways after a defeat to uh Fermanagh in that opening game. That is all we have time for on today's show. Thank you very much for listening in and also thank you to today's partners, which was CrossFit Carrick. If you'd like your business to feature on one of our shows, please get in touch with us at info at leitrimdaily.com or by any of our social medias. Just search for Leitrim Daily online and you will find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just send us messages and we will sort something out to make sure that your event or your business or your product are featured on the show. Uh, we want to hear from you. Please let us know and get in touch. Thank you for listening. That is our What's On Guide today. Thank you very much to Justin Farrell and also to Katrina Bergen for telling us about what's going on in Carrick Cineplex and in the Castle Cafe in Manor Hamilton this week. Uh, Lots to be keeping everybody occupied. I hope you have the nicest Valentine's night, uh, whether you're loved up or whether you're living the single life. I hope it is a good weekend for you, as always. I'll be back with the sports show, where we'll be talking to Niall Morhan about Sligo Rovers' start of the season, but also Brendan Guckian about his campaign with the under-17s. He's the manager of the county under-17 footballers who get their Leinster League campaign, yes, Leinster League campaign, up and running next Wednesday night in Athlone against Limerick. It's a strange fixture to have in a Leinster competition, but that's where you have it. I'll be back with the sports show later. Talk to you then.